What's up, everybody? We're back for another episode of the PG Sports Podcast. Mina Elias of MMA Nutrition. We're going to chop it up about him coming to the U.S., him going to college and at UNH, how he created MMA Nutrition, his move to Cali, all that good stuff. Let's see... What's up, Dave? What's up, Davey? About to have a cool episode today. Yo, what's up? How's it going, man? How's it going? Good, good. You can see me. You can see me good. Yeah, man. Everything is good. How you been out there? I'm doing good. Uh, you know the weather out here. It's uh, <clears throat> yeah, up yeah. and down. Uh, it wasn't warm out. I mean, I think it's warm out now, but uh, it was kind of chilly this morning. Yeah, how what is it like? Um, 50s now? Yeah, it's like 50. It's like I think it's like 60 now, though. That's not bad, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, how about you? How, how's Cali, man? Amazing, man. It's like the 80s. Yeah, I can't, I can't even text 80s. you no more. Like, I don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The weather's just it's so good, man. It makes everything uh, so much nicer out there. Does it, does it remind you of home at all? Nah, home's like way hotter and sandy. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. This is like the perfect in between, you know? It's like, yeah. it's not too hot. It's not cold. You can always go to the beach. There's like a nice breeze. Yeah, definitely. I'm going out to Arizona this year for PG Sports. What? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but all right. Um. Yeah, let's just go uh, into it. How I know you're from Egypt. Um, so how did how did you get over here to the U.S.? So um, back in 2011, I applied for college. I was accepted in a bunch of places. I was going to go to Canada first uh, to yeah. Toronto, but I didn't know I didn't know that it was going to be horrible, right? And super cold over there. Yeah. Um, but luckily, I got rejected. Um, for, like my visa got rejected, so I ended up going to coming to America as like my uh, a second option yeah. and um unh you know obviously no unh um they were like super easy they're like yeah yeah you can come uh, you're accepted blah 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 like uh they didn't even like say you have to like do anything um so i just basically like sent them my paperwork and they approved me gave me a scholarship right off the bat um probably because they're like looking for money yeah. uh and then yeah man, i just accepted it came out here 2011 was in Connecticut since December, and then I moved to California. Yeah, what about um, just like tell me because I don't know what what was like life growing up uh, in Egypt. So like, I grew up in Dubai, man. It was it was oh, sick. Dubai? Yeah, it was super sick, man. Uh, like everything is nice and clean and new, super safe. There's a camera on every corner. Um, you know everything was like brand new. Like you you know like everything was like five-star hotels you'd go anywhere you'd go was just like everything is marble shiny um it was cheap there was a lot of jobs um a lot of abundance um they had everything like they had gardens beaches um islands like everything that's crazy what about what what was what was high school like for you it was cool man Uh, you know high school was um up until like maybe ninth grade, I wasn't like super social in high school. Um, and then like ninth, around like the end of ninth grade is when like I started getting popular. And then 
9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. That was amazing, man. Four, four awesome years. You, you don't have to worry about anything. Your parents paying the bills. Uh, you know, yeah. life is good, right? You get like $20, you're like the happiest person. Yeah. Spend it on whatever you want, food, go out with your friends. So yeah. life was simple, man. Life was simple back then. Everything was good. True. Yeah. This is my bad. I was like looking for something. I was, I was looking for the soundboard. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, to get, how to get that going. But uh, yeah, so that's dope. Um, yeah. No, what about like when you got, when you got over here first, uh, were you like, Oh, I was did, shocked, did, man. Yeah. Did you come to the U S before? Going no, to never. No, it was, it was my first time. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought all of America was the same. Right. I thought it was like, you know, because any country you go to, like the entire country is pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. But, you you know, you, you never know like how big America is until you're here. And um, I thought like Connecticut was going to be the same as Texas, going to be the same as California. Like they're all like the same, you know, just like different areas. And uh, and I got to Connecticut and like the the snow was like, you know, six feet high. And I got there like January 25th. And oh. I was like, oh, my God, man, it was like horrible. I said. I, you know, I got there, it was cold. I, I was like super bundled up, right? Because my mom was like, oh, it's going to be like cold. Like you need to bundle up. So I had like, you know, like four four layers on, like a huge jacket, gloves, like this big hat, a scarf, right? Um, like thermals and jeans. And it was crazy. And like big ass boots. And I got there, I got to the university at like nine o'clock PM. And they're like, go to this hall to pick up your keys. And I'll, I'm like, the hall's completely, like, closed. I'm like, oh, man. Like, it's my first night here. Like, where am I going to sleep? Am I sleep on the street? Uh, and then the cops, like, uh, the campus police showed up. And I was like, oh, awesome. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get my keys. Because they're like, what's this guy doing with his bags on campus in the middle of the night? And so they took me to the dorms. And, you know, the RAs had the keys and stuff. Yeah, but my first day, man, it was it was just, like, shock from the beginning. And then you go into, like, a freshman dorm and, like, Everyone's like bumming and like eating pizza and, and shit. <laughs> it was it was weird, man. It was definitely not something you, I was did, did you have a, a roommate freshman year? Yeah, I lived in like a suite with uh, five rooms. So we were like random there was, yeah, ten of us. Yeah, random people and uh and I shared like a tiny like ten by ten room um yeah. with someone. Like, you know, you get like the two beds uh in the room. Yep. So so did you know what to expect like from college? Like Nah, bro. I, I mean, yeah. I watch like I watch shit like nine hundred two one zero and stuff like that, and and you're like, oh man, like America is amazing, right? Yeah. But when I showed up there, it wasn't like that. I mean, California yeah, is like that. You came, you came to University of New Haven. It's in West Haven, which yeah. everybody I don't know if everybody knows that it's in West Haven. It's not. It's in the worst part of West Haven, also. Yeah. Um, which is funny. I think a lot of it's kind of weird. I think a lot of colleges are in bad areas, which is I don't. That doesn't make. How sense. How does that happen? Yeah. How does that happen? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah. What else? Um, Oh, what other school? I know you kind of mentioned, but what other schools were you looking at? Like, how'd you pick Connecticut? Or you, you just thought it was just the same. Like you just thought everything, I know you said you thought everything was the same. So you were just like, all right. So I applied to like some good schools. I I, know I applied some good, like Ivy league schools. Right. And, um, like Stanford, Princeton, um, UCLA, university of Texas, Austin, shit like that. I, and I, I got into all of them. And then I applied like to a bunch in like um, Canada and like London and Australia. So I applied to like a, a bunch of places because, you know, I wasn't going to stay in Dubai. 
And uh, I was like, Let me, I don't know which country to go to. Let me apply everywhere. You know, when you're when you're like in high school, you're trying to apply to a bunch of schools. And uh, I'm like, whatever I get accepted, like I'll pick from those. And so uh, I was like, you know, I'll pick Canada because I got some friends there. And um, and, you know, since I have like friends there, it's going to be easy uh, for me to like to make friends and all that stuff. Yeah. Cool. So I said, uh, I'm going to go to Canada. And I accepted Canada, like University of Toronto uh, denied all the other schools and um then like i applied for the visa and they rejected me i was like the only one out of my all, all of my friends right who got rejected um yeah. just my luck man and then way back like uh in like senior year unh had come to like uh to like the hall like the or like our exam hall or whatever and they were like handing out brochures and i was talking to like one of the recruiters he's like oh man unh is amazing we live right next to the beach and i was like <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, like this looks like a cool school, but I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna go there. Like, I, I you know, I, I was in uh, accepted in better schools, but then once I was rejected, uh, I called all these other uh, schools in America, and they said, no, you gotta wait a year and then reapply, and you're not, you might not get accepted because you know you're one year late, and um, you know, you know how like Ivy League schools are like cutthroat. So okay. I was like, shit, I, I got desperate, and so I hit up UNH just like out of desperation. And they said, oh, yeah, like, you know, your, your shit, like, is accepted. You don't even need to, like, reapply or anything. We'll give you a full scholarship, all that stuff. Even though I didn't get a full scholarship, like, they just gave me, like, a full academic scholarship. I still had to pay, like, a shit ton of fees. Um, so at the end, I ended up, I was like, whatever, man. Like, I'm so desperate. I just wanted to get out. And I said, all right, I'm going to go to Connecticut. So yeah. I ended up coming there. And, bro, it was, you know, definitely not the best choice. But I'm glad they, you know I'm blessed now, but yeah, uh, yeah. It, like looking back, it was just like I was stupid, you know. Yeah, they just they just wanted to put you down too. They were just like, all right, we got another person from a different country. Like put that yeah. as yeah. The, and money, and you, you're paying the international fees and stuff. Yeah, 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 I paid a lot of money. They want to put you down as a stat. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. This is, and they're like, oh, we got people from 50 different countries here. Yeah, come exactly. Here, come through. <laughs> well, that's the, the guy was like an international recruiter. Yeah. He literally was just touring like all the Middle East and everything, trying to bring yeah. people to UNH. Yeah, yeah. See, I mean, I mean, I, I think it's obviously good, but I think it's bad when like they're just like they're probably getting bonuses if you come. So that's like probably, obviously yeah. that's like not that's like not cool. You're just like you're moving a million miles away from home. Yeah, man. And the guy like sold me UNH like it was like in the <laughs> best city ever. With like water they said we have the best restaurants you know uh, in in new haven and all this stuff and i'm like yeah. yeah i didn't i didn't expect it i should have like checked like the lifestyle and the weather but you know you're 17 18 years old you don't know anything man yeah yeah definitely yeah i mean when i came out of school i didn't i didn't apply to the unh so i mean i lived here so i already i knew that i knew the deal over there <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you had to come uh, up <laughs> Yeah. Um, what about, uh, like, yeah, what, what, what was your just like overall experience in college? It was good, man. I honestly had a blast, you know, uh, freshman year was a little bit uh, rough. Um, cause I was just like put in that dorm and mm -hmm. they weren't like really social. So it was kind of a, a bit of a struggle to make friends initially. Yeah. And, um, you know, but then eventually I met a couple people and they were like super social. They're like, Oh yeah. Well, like they show, I thought like, college was going to suck, right? Because, you know, these people didn't talk to me much. I went to class. I was an engineer. Anyone who was an engineering was like a nerd. Um, so it was like, 
you know, I wasn't meeting any cool people. And then finally <laughs> I, I met a couple of people. Yeah. I met a couple of people, you know, through the gym and stuff like that. And, um, and then like things got good. And then sophomore, junior year, senior year, that was, you know, straight up partying all the time. It was a ton of fun, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I definitely think, uh, you know, other schools like can party better, but given, given like that it was UNH, I think I had a blast, you know? And, um, and so, you know, college was good. It was very, very easy, you know? Oh, it was easy? Yeah, UNH was, I, yeah, I was, a chem, I was a chemical engineer, man. And it was like nothing it, like, you know, you had like some classes where you struggled, but you know, it was, it was so easy, man. Like, you know, I was able to like party three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, not do anything on Sunday. Um, and, you know, and I still like got super good grades. Um, but yeah, man, so it was easy. I don't know, man. I, th I It was easy. You could cheat. Like there, there was a ton of like, UNH didn't care, man. Oh, man. All right, before yeah. we get off the UNH, like tell me, just give me, give me, uh, give me some laps. Like where were your spots, like your go-to spots in, in West Haven, New Haven area? My, my house was my go-to spot. We used to throw like <laughs> huge parties. Yeah um in sophomore so sophomore year i met like a couple people that lived in a house it was called ihop it's called the international house of parties right and um and like i got close with the guys uh because i used to like help them cheat in uh in engineering class and uh basically a year later i ended up moving there and we used to like throw crazy parties like kegs uh we had a bouncer we had a dj there were, used to be like 500 people that show up to the party. Uh, we, we always got shut down like towards like 1230, one o'clock at night. But, you know, it, a few people would stay after the everything was shut down. But it was amazing, man. We had a, a good time. Uh, that was fun. You know, bar used to be really fun. And then it just got flooded by creeps. Now it's all creepers. Now I, I, I'd never go to bar. But, um, bar was fun. Um, there was this place, uh, Enchiladas was lit. Uh, a lot of Quinnipiac people used to go there. Uh, so that was like kind of like a change of scenery from mm -hmm. seeing connect people from uh, UNH. And then what was that one? There was like this other bar that had like 50 cent. Uh, I think it was like 50 cent wings on Tuesdays and free beer. Something like that. Or or it was like beer. It was like cheap beer and free wings. Something like that. It was what about, did you ever go to Toad's Place? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the freshman freshman year uh, vibes. Yeah, it was, it was so sticky in there, man. It was, yeah. It was it was a it was a sketchy scene, but you know we had to do it. I'll never forget one time my roommates went there and then uh, they didn't realize it was like sixteen overnight. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like it's underage and uh, dude, it's it's just nasty in there. It smells like puke everywhere. Someone but, said uh, only only person who says chemical engineering is easy. Yeah, no, I don't know, man. I think it, maybe maybe. Yeah, how did you how did you pick that major? Honestly, man, I I knew I wanted to do something in engineering, mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't know what I liked. I kind of like chemistry a little bit, but I kind of just picked it because it seemed like it was going to be something cool, you know. But mm -hmm. little did I know, it was like, you know, chemical engineering and mechanical, all that stuff is like very similar, um, and. I was a little bit swayed by like how so many people are like, oh, chemical engineering, you'll make a ton of money, which is not the case. Um, you know, you can make a ton of money in anything. So uh, that's kind of how I picked it. Yeah, I mean, you know, when that's you think how, about that's it. That's what like, I hated. Some people did that too. I remember yeah. uh, they were like, oh yeah, accounting, they make that. And then I'm like, yeah, you're going to hate your life. 
Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> like, numbers. <laughs> people, yeah, people were telling me, oh, you should be a, like a petroleum engineer. You're going to make a shit ton of money. You should be this. You should be that. And, um, you know, man, you never, you never really understand when you're 18, like what yeah. you're getting yourself into. That's why I think um, the most valuable majors are like the ones that have actual, uh, I don't know, maybe you did too. Uh, like you actually go on site. Yeah. Like nursing yeah, yeah. majors and stuff like that. They had to go to clinicals. I don't know. Did you have to do anything like that? We ha we didn't have to, but uh, they like highly recommend that you do an internship. I did an internship. It was cool. I liked yeah. it. Um, but you know, it, it wasn't like. Yeah. It's all good. What's up, Kyle? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I felt like I was even behind when, like, junior year. They told us to get internships. I don't. I don't know. I forgot if I got one junior year or senior year. But yeah, you know, but, like, but the issue is, man, like, I think in high school, they got to take you and, uh, and be like, you know, here, like go, you know, for like a, a week work here as a, with some chemical engineers work here with some yeah. whatever, you know, and kind of like see how it is versus, you know, like third, you know, third year of college, you're already three years deep into the, in your like study. And, um, you know, you end up fucking, uh, like realizing, yo, this is not like what I want to do. Now what? You're screwed. You're just gonna have to finish, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the first two years of college are, are bullshit anyway. So, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if this is a serious question. Uh, what kind? <laughs> what kind of pepper is in a immune defense? Yeah, I don't know what that means, man. <laughs> well, anyway. Anyways, so how did you how did you get into uh, MMA and like yeah mixed martial arts and training and stuff? Um, so actually, my boy like um, so I always like like that kind of stuff, and um, and I always asked my parents. I said I said hey, can I do like kickboxing? Can I do this? Can I do that? And um, they never they never like uh, you know let me. They said oh you look at what happened to Muhammad Ali. Uh, he's like now in a wheelchair. Like he's brain dead. Blah blah blah. Like. You know, you don't want to end up like that. And I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, then I came to I came to college, and my boys like, hey man, I tried uh, I tried MMA, and it was amazing. And I said, okay, uh, you know, I'm I'm definitely gonna try it then. So I looked up, and you remember Henzo Gracie? Yeah. So Henzo Gracie was like a mile from my house. So I looked it up, and I said, you know what? I'm just gonna sign up. Uh, I went there, and they're like. Um, do you like? Uh, do you want to try a class or anything? I said like, no, I'm ready to sign up. They're like, how about you just try a class at first? So I, my first class I did was like a wrestling class. That was cool. And then as soon as I was done, I signed up for a year, uh, and I never looked back, man. I fell in love with it. Who'd you who like? Who'd you first? You just went by yourself? Yeah, I just went alone. Yeah. Oh gotcha. <laughs> you're you're crazy. You just go all in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't care. You know, I wanted Why to do don't, it. Yeah, what is that? Is that, like, where do you get that from? Because I feel like every time you do something, you're just like, nah, I'm just going oh, yeah. I have no going. idea. <laughs> yeah. That's how I am with everything, man. And, yeah. you know, uh, I have no idea where it comes from. But um, I don't know. I think it's because I, like, messed up so many times that now it doesn't even matter if I mess up. Yeah, yeah I guess like, right. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, as you know, people say a lot of things and then just don't start it and you just have to start stuff. Yeah. I just do stuff and then worry about it later. <laughs> people Pretty like worry, worry about every single possible scenario. I'm like, I don't care, man. Like I'll deal yeah. with it. Yeah. I'm, I like have the confidence to know like whatever is going to come my way. I can deal with it. No problem. I dealt with worse. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What about, yeah. So how did you, how'd you end up going to Nick's gym? 
So uh, Henzo Gracie, uh, like it was me and Justin, right? L pretty much left in Henzo Gracie. Um, I think like, uh, you know, a lot of people were not happy with that gym over there and people just started dropping like flies, you know, leaving, leaving, leaving. At the end of the day, it used to be me and Justin and then like, you know, maybe a couple other random people. Um, and obviously like Justin's too good for me. And um, so he's like not getting any benefit. Uh, we weren't even like being taught by like the main coach. Um, so kind of like both of us were like, yo, like we're not getting any benefit. You know, Justin's just crushing me all the time. He, so he's not getting a benefit. I'm just getting crushed all the time. Like, I'm not really like, you know, um, learning much. I mean, I was learning, but like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like a gym, like there was something wrong. So me and him went on like this whole like tour of all like the gyms, uh, around us to see which one's the best. We went to like Cruvenel, this, that, like all these gyms. And then Justin's like, yo, I found this gym right next to where Henzo's used to be. And, um, you know, it's, it's a pretty, uh, sick, uh, gym. And I said, okay, uh, I'll try it out. And so he, he really liked, uh, Nick and he liked like the way he was teaching and stuff. So I like did a, a like a one day trial or whatever. Um, I think he like gave me a week trial, but I did a one day trial and I was like, you know what, man, Justin likes it. It's, it's right next to my house again. Um, I'm just going to stay here. And so, um, you know, I picked that gym, end up with Nick. Honestly, it was the best decision I made. Uh, cause I think like Nick's gym is the best in, in that whole area. Like. I think, yeah, pretty much in like New England, um, you know, it's as good as it gets. There's some other like really good gyms out there, but Nick, uh, you know, especially for me, Nick's curriculum was like perfect because Nick, um, you know, some gyms like Black House here in California, uh, you show up to the gym, no one's going to tell you anything. You, you're just going to go in there, you're going to listen and you're going to go out and no one cares about you. Um, but in like Nick's gym, it kind of takes you from the ground up. It's like, uh, you know, he builds that foundation. Uh, he builds that mindset of like, never quit, work hard, no excuses, um, all those things, right? All those like good habits, he builds them. In other gyms, you you probably won't get that. Like, um, so yeah, there might be other gyms like with UFC fighters, all that stuff um, that, that like, yeah, you, you can get like some more advanced training there. But uh, at the same time, it depends on like where you are in your career. If you're like an advanced fighter, you go to those gyms, you'll be fine because you already have built that foundation. But if you're just like starting out or like, you know, beginner slash intermediate, uh, Nick's gym was like the best place to be. So for my point in, in life uh, where I was at that time, that was the perfect place to be. Hey, what, did you remember what year that was? <sighs> Damn, man. I think that was like 2016. Yeah, 2016. Gotcha. Um yeah, and then tell me about after college. Um, I know you, so you got, so yeah, tell me about after graduation, you get a job, and then what happened? Oh, man, it was rough. So after, so I graduated in 2014, right? Yep. Got a job. Um, I applied, so I applied to a bunch of places. Hold um, up, hold up. Before you even tell me, what, like, what was your expect expectations coming to college? Like, what were your goals? And like, what, what, like, what were your parents' expectations? Dude, I thought I was going to come here, right? I'm going to study, graduate, get good grades, like get good grades, right, in college. I'm going to work my ass off, graduate, um, get a good, good job at a big company, um, you know, nice salary. I'm going to move up, move up, and then eventually become an executive. And then, then I'll have, like, the freedom if I want to, like, move back or whatever. Um, and so, first of all, I got, like, hit in the head hard after. So, as an international, yeah. uh, you can't you can't be like without a job for three months. You have like, or you get kicked out of the country. 
Um, obviously, like those rules are like very lenient because they're probably going to be kicking out like criminals before they're kicking me out, um, <clears throat> which I later realized. But anyways, I was afraid. So I applied to a bunch of um, jobs, right? I didn't get anything. I got one interview. I went to that interview and uh, they offered me like 35000 And I, w I graduated like the top of my class, chemical engineer, right? And I had like two years of experience by then, like working in, um, in big companies. But I don't know, man. I, you know, is this if, before if, your master's or after it? Yeah, your master's. Before. No, this okay. is just my bachelor's. Okay. And um, if I went back in time, um, you know, all I did was just like apply. Uh, I did like the normal stuff, right? I, yeah, I applied yeah. online. I Monster, LinkedIn, Indeed, like, uh, you know, the job boards on the school. Um, obviously, like if I were go to go back now, there's like way more th things that I would have done differently. Um, but still, like what I did back then was adequate to get a job. Um, but I only got that one offer, it's 35K a year. And I was like, damn, man, how am I going to live off that? So I took that job, um, hated my life, right, for, uh, for like two years pretty much. But they said, hey, like we're going to sponsor you. We're going to help you get your green card. So I was like, you know what, like I'll do it. Like if that's what it takes, I'll do it. Um, so I got, I got stuck in there. <clears throat> and then after that, I was like, you know what, man, I'm so miserable. I'm willing to, I, they actually, they applied, um, for like my, uh, my paperwork and stuff. And it didn't go through because they pretty much pick like 60,000 people a year and like 250,000 people apply. So I was like, damn, man, like, you know, I got like, there's, there's almost no chance, like 20%, 25%. Um, yeah. so I didn't get it. And then I was like, all right, I got to get the hell out of here. Like, I can't stand this place. Um, so I ended up um, leaving and going to another job temporarily. Uh, in that other job, uh, it was like a little bit of a pay bump. So I was happy. Uh, and that job, I was happy. I was, it was, it was a, like a 40-minute commute, which kind of sucked. But I was very happy because, um, you know, I was working with a friend. Uh, everything was chill. Like, I didn't have a boss that was telling me what to do. Um, because like there was no one above us. It was just like the CFO of the company. So he didn't really understand technical stuff. So it wasn't like, uh, I'm telling you what to do and you do it type yeah. deal. It's like, I trust you to get the work done. Like, and you're, you're going to get the work done. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. But then the sh uh, company shut down. So then I ended up, um, going to this next job. Right. And, uh, you know, again, I applied to a bunch of jobs. This one was a good one. Um, but it had nothing to do with my, I was in construction at that point. Uh, I was a, man, a manager in construction and, um, I was like, whatever, you know, I, I, I told her, uh, the boss, I said, I want this, 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 and this. And she said, okay, you can have all, everything that you want. Like the salary that I want, the paid time off, everything. Um, so it was good. I was like, wow, man, this is like amazing. Right. I'm happy. Um, but then I, you know, I started like growing quickly into the, in the company and, um, Eventually, I realized, like, man, I'm getting run down. I was waking up every single morning at 4.30, hitting the gym, going to work, getting out of work, going to MMA to teach the kids class, doing MMA, coming back, just, like, taking a shower, going to bed. It was, like, a, a killer routine, you know? It was um, – basically, I was getting, like, so burnt out just by uh, by doing that. And, you know, you get, you, you get burnt out when you're doing stuff you're not passionate about. And then I remember at some point I had a conversation with the with the owner of the company, and she's like – do you see like yourself in my position in like 10 years? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, and I was like, okay, I was kind of like, wow, that felt good. Like that. Hey, I, you know, I have a chance of like, you know, becoming like a man, like, uh, you know, the 
uh, like the highest person at the company. But then I like, I, on the drive home, I was like, thinking about it. I was like, man, like if I think about it, that means that I'm just going to be doing this for the rest of my life. Like waking up at 4.30, like the whole same. I was like, I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. Like imagine incorporating that into, into like what I'm already doing. I was like, this is going to be like hell. And so at that point I was like, yeah, like this is not, this was not what's meant for me. And that's when I started MMA nutrition. Gotcha. So, oh, do you have a, you have a side question? Do you have a plan to uh, have kids at a certain age? Yeah, man, I'm going to have kids. Just, I'm not planning for it. All right. No, I know because I talked to some people and uh, some people are like, nah, I got to have it by like a certain, like by like 34. Uh, every single plan I made has gone to shit. So I, I mean, don't make, I don't make no plans, plans anymore. No yeah, plans. I don't make plans anymore. <laughs> All right, I like that. Yeah. So tell me, like, tell me about where'd you get the idea to come up with MMA nutrition, and then tell me, like, what it is. So yeah, it's a supplement company. We sell Hydrolyte, uh, which is an electrolyte powder. Basically, like, we're trying to grow a line into becoming like the leader in like supplements for competitive athletes. Um, you know, mostly like a lot of performance uh, products, but basically like just catering um, products to like athletes who basically I am my target uh, audience, pretty much mm-hmm. someone who's like me, works out a lot, um, you know, dedicated, uh, not like, you know, just trying to like lose uh, weight quick, like just someone who's like, a, you know, a cyclist, a triathlete, a runner, a crossfitter, something like that, you know, MMA fighter, obviously. So I was uh, I was in Egypt on vacation. Uh, and that was kind of like when I was like, man, I hate my job. I want to get out. And um, and I was like scrolling, um, looking for for protein powder. And my dad's like, uh, what are you looking for? I was like, you know, protein powder. But and then I started like going to some technical stuff. I was like, yeah, but like this one says it's like it's concentrated. I'm not looking for something that has concentrated. I'm looking for something, you know. And then he's like, man, he's like, you know what you can do? He's like, you can um, just like buy your own stuff and make it at home and sell it to your friends. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I already kind of do that. Like I was buying a bunch of like raw products and mixing them up at home. And he's like, yeah, he's like, why don't you make a business out of it? And I was like, a business? And I actually hit you up at that point, right? And uh, and I was like, man, let me look into this thing. And I texted you, I was like, man, how hard is it to like open up an LLC? And you're like, oh, like just go to legalzoom.com and like <laughs> open up an LLC. I was like, that's it and you have a business? And uh, you were like, yeah. So I was like, man, like, if it's that simple for Paul, like, yo, I'm definitely doing it. And, um, and so I was like, fine, like, let's do it. Um, I said, let me look at how feasible it is to actually make this stuff. So I looked at how much the bags cost, looked at how much the powders cost, looked at how much all like this stuff cost, put it all together. And I was like, yo, I can actually come up with a product for like cheap and, and sell it for expensive. Obviously, no one tells you about like, the marketing expenses and like, um, you know, se- selling fulfillment fees, all that stuff. Do you think that you're going to make the product for like whatever, $5 and then you're going to sell it for like $25 and uh, that's it, you know, but it's obviously not the case. There's like so many fees involved. So anyways, I was like, whatever, I'm, I'm just gonna, like, let's do it. Uh, call the uh, designer that uh, I went to high uh, to college with. And I said, can you make like a, li- a logo and a label for me? She made a logo for me. She made a label for me. And basically, like, I bought the bags on Amazon, bought the scoopers on Amazon, bought everything on Amazon. Um, and then I stuck, like, the labels on the bags. And, um, and so, like, I posted on on, Insta- on Facebook. I said, yo, I have a company now. Like, I'm selling supplements. And then this one guy hit me up, uh, Louis. You remember Louis? Yes. Yep. 
and he was like, uh, he's like, yo, I heard you have a supplement company. I'm going to get you like a table at um, CES MMA and, um, you know, for free, like just come bring a banner or whatever. So, you know, I, uh, I pack up uh, like 40 products. I made them at home. Um, I, I bought a banner and then, you know, November 2nd, I head there. Like uh, I built a website too. I, I got, went on Squarespace, made my own website. If you're trying to make a website, don't do it on Squarespace. I would do it on uh, like Shopify. Um, obviously like, you know, looking back now, but whatever. I was like, you know, Squarespace, I'll make a website. So I went there with like 40 bags and uh, people bought 25. I was like, oh damn, like people actually like want to buy my stuff. Uh, I was surprised, right? I didn't think I was going to sell anything. And um, the ma- like the majority of the demographic there was all like drunk people. So I was like, man, if, if drunk people like are buying it, like yeah, I definitely have uh, have like a chance. So people were asking me like, yo, where can I buy this? Where can I buy this? And um, I was like, yeah, it's going to be on Amazon soon, even though I had no idea how to get on Amazon or anything. Um, and then I went home and I was like, yo, I have to get on Amazon. I buy all my stuff on Amazon. And uh, then I went into like a deep dive on how to get on Amazon, um, you know, jumped through a bunch of hoops, eventually got on Amazon. Uh, and then I like pretty much started going to like a ton of events in New York, New York City uh, <laughs> to learn like how to sell my stuff on Amazon better. And there's so many like t- tips and tricks and all these stuff like that I picked up. I messed up so much, man, you know, I'm, but I still had my full time job. So I was like, whatever, you know, I'm spending money on this product. And, you know, if it fails, I'll make the money back. Um, if not, whatever, you know, if it, if it succeeds, then, you know, Hey, I have something good, you know, and it succeeded. And six months later, I was able to like quit my job. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. But going back, like, how did you like, tell me about like the, the process of you actually making it and like testing it out. So for the first thing was I made it at home myself, right? Just the same way I make all my other supplements. Cause like there's ver- like now that I own a supplement company, I can make whatever I want, right? Because my manufacturer is my boy, so I get everything I want. But before that, I would buy like beta alanine alone. I would buy like betaine alone. I would buy creatine alone, and and then I would mix them up in in like a container, just so I can have the right amounts of the stuff that I want. So yeah. I did. I pretty much did the same thing, and then I tested it out on myself, and um and I was like, man, like you know, I feel good, but I was like, it might be placebo because I made it, um. So I gave it to a few friends, right? I said, yo, uh, try this shit, um, you know, and, uh, and let me know what you think. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And they were like open, like they were like open to trying whatever. Uh, and they tried it and they're like, yo, man, this stuff like actually works well. Like I like it. And um, I was like, okay, cool. Cause like I made it. And like, they're like, what are you talking about? What do you mean you made it? I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I actually like, made this stuff. Like, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Like they just like kind of like, you know, pushed to the side, like it was whatever. Um, and then after that, I was like, all right, I got to start getting into like a a more serious scale. So after the November 2nd event, I contacted a bunch of people. One of those people was the, the, like the people who I bought the raw ingredients from. And, um, I said, Hey man, like I bought like these raw ingredients from you. Can you just mix them up for me? Uh, in like a special formula. He's like, yeah, I'll mix them up for you. No, no problem. And I said, okay, amazing. So basically I was like, here's the formula, mix it up for me. I'll send you the bags. I'll send you the stickers uh, and then, you know, get it done. And I sent him everything. He mixed it up and that was it. How many, but how many, uh, like how many tries did it take? Zero tries, man. It was, it was an unflavored powder. So no, 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 I'm talking about like when you first made it yourself, like to taste good or not taste good, like 
Yeah, it never tasted good. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was just oh, an unflavored man. powder. So um, I said, you know, now now that I'm in the flavor game, I actually like. Oh man, flavoring is like such a hard thing. Right. Now I actually am sending my products to. I send my base to flavorists, expert flavorists. They um, work with the formula. They make the flavor and then they sell me the flavor. And I actually buy the flavor from them, uh, send it to the manufacturer, um, and he mixes it into the product. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, then yeah. You, you just came out with like mango uh, pineapple, right? Mango pineapple, yeah. That should be out in the next two weeks. Um, Corona kind of took a hit on that. The, I was supposed to launch it like a month ago, but then Amazon froze everything. They said, we're not accepting anything new, um, mm-hmm. which kind of sucked. But, uh, you know, not, now they're like, okay, you can send some in. So I'm sending some in, um, and then, you know, slowly from there, sending in more and more and so on. Yeah. So what about, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So where do you, where do you hold all this stuff? I know you, you send it directly to Amazon or it goes to you first and then you send it to Amazon. So the, all the, I buy all the raw ing- ingredients separately. It goes to the manufacturer's plant. He makes them all and he sends them all to Amazon. Uh, but I also have a separate warehouse if I need to like, uh, store like products the secret warehouse yeah secret warehouse you know because you never know man sometimes like amazon yeah. won't accept stuff um yeah. so you have it all at one warehouse like right now um, i'll just like have them have like my warehouse send it out to amazon's warehouse uh whenever i want gotcha have you had a have you at the beginning you had to ship it out yourself first or no 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 I, for, from day one i sent everything to amazon gotcha um yeah. So yeah, so, like so, how how did you like this is this is like funny because like you obviously went to school for chemical engineering, but you're doing all like business stuff. But you're doing the chemical yeah. engineering stuff too. But like yeah. so that this like you're almost proving that like you don't need to go to business school essentially. Absolutely not, man. You you don't need to. <laughs> uh, but but I love it. Ta- yeah, but like you're gonna need to learn. So yeah, you know, yeah. yeah so um, you know whether that, you go to business school or yeah, you could just go learn online by yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything I learned, I learned online or by failing. Uh, the biggest thing, uh, is get a mentor. Like if you have like a, you know, someone to mentor you, that's the, like if I, if someone right now, I mentored someone to start their own supplement company, they'd started in like two months flat with successful products and like be able to like generate whatever, like 30, 40,000 a month in like few months. All right. That's a good, that's a good, uh, point because I talked about it yesterday. So how do you, how do you, like, how do you go about getting a mentor? Uh, that's like tough, man. But um, what I would say is, first of all, um, it's, it's all like networking. So find, you, you need to like in your mind, know what your mentor looks like, right? Because if you don't know what you're looking for, you're never going to find it. So first of all, like in your mind, you need to understand what your mentor looks for. So I have like many men- mentors that I'm looking for and I know exactly what they are. Like, so, you know, so for example, like if I want a supplement mentor, I need uh, you know, a mentor who created a supplement brand, stayed behind the scenes. He wasn't the face of the brand, um, you know, created these products, has a passion for this, that, you know, so I know exactly what that person looks like. And then I will find all the places that people like that hang out. So it's going to be uh, different conferences, uh, different events. Um, and it's a ton of networking. And then once I like make all those contacts, um, I just put it out there. I say, hey, I'm looking for someone who looks like this. And you basically like put it out there. Hey, I'm looking for someone. This is what he looks like. And, you know, from there, you just, you know, you're eventually going to find them, you know, because you put it out there and people are like, 
oh yeah, like uh, you were looking for someone who owns a supplement company, right? Who like did it? Well, there, there's a guy who looks just like that. And um, you know, eventually, so I, you know, I've met those people mainly like someone introduced me to someone, introduced me to someone, and then I meet that person uh, and through events. Like I'll go to a lot of events um, and in those events, like I'm networking like crazy. I'm talking to everyone uh, and it, like people can smell you. So if you smell like you're desperate and you're like looking for information, you want to just take, 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 uh, no one's going to help you. But if you look like you're just like a guy that's there to like, you know, make friends with everyone and, and everything, everyone like loves you. And then, you know, after that, you're like, hey, man, I'm looking for someone who can help me a little bit. And then everyone just wants to help you. And you always have to be willing to, like, give value and help first before you can, you know, receive something. Yeah, for sure. Um, so does your mentor know you're, uh, he's your mentor? No. I mean, well, a couple of them do. <laughs> Most of them don't. Yeah. See, Most this, of is them what are. this is what I'm confused about this because the, yeah. the girl that I had on yesterday, she said she has a mentor. And then I asked her the exact same question I just asked you because I was like, I don't think I ever had a mentor because I don't, I don't, I just yeah. don't know how, I didn't know it, how that So, works. so like the, uh, so there's two types, right? There's the type where it's like your mentor knows he's, he's your mentor. Like, you know, he's like, he tells you like, Hey man, like I'm going to take you under my wing. And then there's sometimes where it's just like, you have a friend who's a lot, who's smarter than you, you know, mm. that's bit, So, you know, a few of my mentors, they're just like my friends who are smarter than me um, mm. in, in certain categories. Cause yeah. they don't ever look for a mentor. That's going to mentor you and everything. Like that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, and so basically like, you know, I'm, I'm always like, we're talking, texting, we talk about a bunch of stuff. And then I'm always like, Hey man, what do you do in this situation? What would you do if you were me? You know, let's hop on a call. Like I have some stuff I need help with. And, uh, you know, we just have that, like that relationship. We're friends, but so, but also like he knows a lot more than me in certain things. And we just like talk all the time and he helps me, gives me advice. Gotcha. So yeah. How did, uh, how did Luis, uh, introduce, like, how did he introduce us? Like, what did he say to you that he's going to like link you up with me? Dude, I have no idea. I still to this day, I keep, I keep asking you, like, how do we know each other? And uh, I, all right, so he, I remember he texted me and he was like, yeah, like I, he said your name and something, something, something about like social media or something. And then, and then you just, and then I was just like, all right. And then you just called me. So then I was just like, all right, like I didn't think it was gonna be tonight. And then I was like, all right. Yeah, so, dude, I don't wait. I don't what, wait. Yeah. yeah, that was it. So that's why, and that's how I knew you were serious too, obviously. Yeah, because um, a lot of people say that to me too. Like a lot of people say, "Oh yeah, I want to talk," or or I or I test people out, and I don't I don't think I did to you because I didn't need to, but or I don't text them back about like say we had a conversation. I don't text them at all because I want to see if they follow up with me because they're yeah, asking yeah. me for uh, advice or whatever. Yeah, so, I but think, yeah, so then I, then I know I, people I, is, is real if they're if they're reaching back out. Yeah, man, definitely. You have to be hungry and like you know you can't get um can't get like offended. Uh, if like someone doesn't like reach, like, you know, a lot of people like hit me up and like, you know, shit's crazy. So sometimes I don't answer, but, um, yeah, you have to like be willing to follow up, say, Hey, I know you're busy, blah, blah, blah. But with you, man, I think like, um, I, I like I, Mike Kimball was repping you hard. Right. And, uh, and I always liked the stuff that he was wearing. And I said, I was like, Oh man, yeah, I know PG sports. Like it's a, it's like a, a clothing brand. Right. I didn't even like know that it was something local or anything. And then uh, I think Eddie one day was like, yo, like uh, 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 Paul uh, Garino was uh, at the gym. I was like, who's Paul Garino? He's like, PG Sports, man. It's like the stuff you're talking about. And I was like, oh, no way. Like, let me see what he looks like. 
And then he pulled it up and I was like, oh, no way. And, uh, and then I think, I, th I don't know, man, if like I, I went looking for you or something, but, uh, but eventually like Louis like, oh yeah, like I'll hook you up. Like, uh, cause I think you did something with CES before. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. what, but he's like, he's like, yeah, I'll connect you. Cause that's what I do. Yeah. Like if yes. I want to connect to someone and like, at that point I was like seeing like how you were like selling uh, online and all that stuff. Cause your online is way better than my online. Like my Amazon is, is really good, but your online is definitely way better. Um, so I was like, man, like I got to see like what this guy's doing for his online sales. And so that's why I was like, well, you know, when I'm looking for someone, um, I'll just like find them. I'll find someone who knows them. Like I'll just, I'll get to them one way or the other. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, what about some fun questions? What about like, what, who's your favorite, like MMA fighter? Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse and Khabib, but you know, My Mighty Mouse is so sick, man. What about what's your, what's your favorite American food? Oh, that's tough, man. Got to be burgers. <laughs> well, that, well, that's, uh, that considered American food? Yeah, for sure. How did you try? These burgers. You had In-N-Out Burger yet? Yeah, In-N-Out is dope. It's good? Yeah, it's good. Up, I mean, up to the hype? Yeah, yeah. I mean, In-N-Out, uh, Shake Shack, Five Guys, they're all really good. Um, but In-N-Out was like $3 a burger. So it's like, can't, can't beat that. What Shake about, Shack is like eight. What, what's your favorite meal over uh, in Dubai? Oh man, that's tough. But um, or like, what do you miss? So there's a uh, okay. So there's like this back in Dubai. There's this food like it's Lebanese people make it, and it's like a it's almost like a a pie like a pizza, um, but it's like bendable. It's like bendable dough, and basically like it comes with like one topping like cheese or like meat. Sometimes you do meat and cheese, um, and basically like you you take that you fold it in half and you eat it like a sandwich. It's like a pizza sandwich. It's so good, man. I miss that. Yeah, so that's funny. How how often do you go back? Uh, once a year. Last year, I actually went back for like four months because I could work from anywhere. So um, I was in Egypt for three months and, uh, you know, because I kind of miss my parents and uh, my grandma and stuff like that. So I said, yo, I'm just going to – I can work from home, so I'm just going to chill with them uh, for a while. I feel like three months was a lot, too much. Um, and then in um, – and then I went a month in Dubai, and that was fucking sick. Yeah. All right, so do you think, like, I'm trying to process, like, you live in a different country. Like, so did you come to America because you you thought you couldn't be successful there, or you wanted yeah. to be more successful? That's exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, not that I think, didn't think uh, I was going to be uh, – not, not you, gonna Like, not you personally, or, like, maybe, yeah. like, a certain point that you wanted to get to. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the general, like, uh, belief there is, like, education in, in uh, the US and, and Canada and the UK and like Australia is like way better than the education there in terms of like college. So like coming back with a degree from there, you're just like, you know, 10 times better than a person with a degree there. So you're, you're like golden over there now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, but I mean, it doesn't matter anymore. I own my own business. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Impress. yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. Um, yeah, have you are you shipping out like internationally? your product yeah i ship out internationally it's it's very tricky um because i needed to get a bunch of approvals but i'm, I'm approved in all of the eu canada it's been like nine months um i'm waiting for my you know for health canada to finalize um mexico we're good uh where else um yeah that's pretty much it uh anywhere else like dubai i need uh, you know i need to have a a, a license to, uh, to import 
from there. So, which means I need to open up a, co- a company and stuff. So I looked at, and it was going to be like four grand. Uh, and I was like, oh, I don't know if like that, that's like the highest ROI right now. Right. Cause I do like, I do the 80, 20 rule all the time. And, um, that wasn't like part of the 20%. Gotcha. Um, what, what are your future goals for MMA nutrition? Oh man, get it. Uh, like as big as possible. Like I want it to be, um, like a household name for, for any like sporting, like sports events, like, uh, marathons. Like I want it to be the equivalent of like, uh, Gatorade. Um, but you know, just like no sugar. Yeah. So what, yeah. What other like products are you working on? So ne- next in line. So we had the mango pineapples coming out in a little bit. Uh, I have a sleep one that's coming out, um, in about a month or so. Uh, we have after that a pre-workout one. So it's, it's going to be uh, very natural and it's just going to have, uh, caffeine and L-thionine in there. So, you know, no, no crazy stimulants other than caffeine. Um, then I'm going to have a recovery one and then I'm going to have like second flavors of pretty much everything. Um, and yeah, that's, that's about it for now. Uh, and if I can get there and, uh, you know, have a few flavors of every single one that's doing very well, I just kind of really want to focus on, you know, what does an athlete really need and kind of cater to that. And I feel like, you, you know, having something to give you energy, having something to help you recover, Having something, you know, electrolytes are imperative, like for, for any athlete. Um, and then on top of that, like, you know, maybe a couple other things here and there um, that make an athlete feel good, perform better. I think that's, that's what we're going to stick with. Yeah. Um, did, do you ever plan to make it actual like liquid form in bottles? Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on that. Okay. Yeah, I'm working with a company. And uh, so the problem is, man, um, elect, like, you know, it, it's true, but anything that is good for you doesn't taste good. And so it's very hard to like get like the dosage of electrolytes that I want um, in in like that form in a yeah. container and make it taste good without adding like, a, you know, sucralose and aspartame and like a bunch of like harmful ingredients. So I'm trying to like stay away from all of that. Um, so I'm trying to like basically do it, but make it natural. I may have to like adjust the formula a little bit here and there may have to add like a few other ingredients that are still beneficial. Um, you know, but I do want to make a drink where it's like, it's a drink that you can drink and feel so good about and never have to worry and like, just pop it. Like it's nothing. Yeah. Do you speak any other, other languages? Yeah. Arabic. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I asked you a lot of questions. Uh, you got any questions for me? Yeah, man, what are you up to? What's what's your goals for PG Sports? Uh, so I've been putting it into the uh, the atmosphere, I guess you'd say. I forgot the other term. Uh, so I think I'm going to try to get my NBA agent or certification. To be and, NBA. NBA. NBA or NBA? No, NBA. So what are you going to do there? Basketball agent. What are you going to do? Be an agent. Oh, you want to be a, like an agent for, uh, okay, gotcha. And then are you going to ca- kind of leverage your uh, relationships uh, to basically, sp- you know, have PG Sports sponsor all of your uh, clients? Well, well, no, it'll, it'll become PG Sports agency. Okay, so it's going to be a PG Sports agency. Yeah. And then everyone in that agency will oh, wear yeah. your merchandise. Well, of course, yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. And so, then, I mean, you know, was, your merchandise that, will sell. That was my original plan. Uh, to, that's what I always wanted to do is be a sports agent. That's why I created PG Sports. 
I think that's amazing, man. I think you can definitely do it. And uh, it's funny because Rock Nation pretty much did the same thing. I mean, obviously yeah. they're huge, but now they yeah. have merch. They have merchandise. Everyone, yeah, everyone I mean, they, they didn't start huge, right? They start small. Yeah, just like oh, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. That's so, awesome, man. That's sick. Pretty fun. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to do now. But, I mean, I'm doing, yeah, a lot of, of mar- I mean, you already kind of know I'm doing marketing for athletes now, so that's already, yeah. you know, and just utilize their connections, hopefully, and get somebody. Are you going to go hard, uh, hard about that? Like, are you going to go all in? Yeah, but, uh, I mean, obviously the corona thing is kind of messing stuff up. But... Uh, you can still get a lot done, man. Oh, yeah. No, I'm doing a lot of stuff right now, but yeah, I'm yeah, just saying, yeah. like, I can't, like, regardless, uh, so the test, I, I messed up because the test is only once a year in January. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, the, and the deadline was, like, November or, like, October or something. I checked in November. And oh, that's was, all good, man. So, uh, yeah. Just uh, have all your clients lined up. You know, and then what, as soon as January hits and you take that test and you become certified, you're like, yo, I'm an agent now. And then they all come to you and you have like a hundred, a hundred uh, clients at once. Yeah, pretty much. Cause I had calls before where they're like, yo, can you just be my agent? And I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, I would want to, but I'm not certified. So I technically can't, you know? Gotcha. Are so, you focusing so- uh, on, uh, do you have to do one for NBA and one for women as NBA or it's the same? Uh, so WNBA, yeah, I could anyone could get it. Pretty much, you could just you just pay a fee. <laughs> okay, why don't you start there, man? I you, you're doing yeah. a lot of good work with the WNBA. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what that, I mean. That's my plan. I'm gonna get that. That's yeah, not, yeah. Like, you know, it's easy. So that can be something to do yeah. until you get your, uh, yeah, your yeah. NBA one. Yeah, yeah awesome, man. I love it, man. You're always killing it, bro. You know, trying. Yeah, I'm trying, trying, I'm trying to be like you now. No. Yeah, we're yeah. I gotta get a product on Amazon now. Dude, if if you want help, I got you. Uh, What's my product? What what should it be? Should I make some water bottles? You know, uh, you gotta do something unique, man. Something like yeah, water bottles are unique. Yeah, you gotta do something unique that people want to buy, like something that you you yourself would buy, something that all your athletes are gonna use. Water bottle, man. You know how many water bottles I got at home? Yeah, but all right. So this is the thing. This is the only reason I'm saying it because every every year, right? I go over to my cousin's house for like a holiday, right? Every mm-hmm. year, they're it's like they're using a different kind of water bottle. That's like that. That's hip for that year. Like yeah, two years ago, it was the don't... swell. Two years ago, it was the swell bottles, and then this year it's the um, the high. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but something with an H. I forgot what it is. So I'm just like, so one, they're not staying constant, so. That's good and bad, but yeah, yeah. Water bottles. I don't know, man. I mean, water bottles is great for merch, but I don't know. I think you can come up with something more unique. Oh yeah, something that, that sure. will kill it. Yeah. But I got you, man. When the time comes, I definitely got you. All right. Well, I appreciate it. If uh, there's anything else um, you want to plug in. Um, oh man, MMA nutrition. Uh, check us out, Hydrolite on Amazon. Uh, it's the best electrolyte supplement in the market. I invented it, so I know for a fact that it's the best. Because uh, nothing oh, on the market has, was good. Oh, I got another question. Has anybody reached out to buy you out? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, is that one of your goals? Uh, I mean, I'm building. I'm building the business like I'm gonna own it forever, right? So I'm yeah. making sure that it's very profitable, very cash flow, uh, like uh, very liquid. Um, but yeah, if, if I, all right, someone, all right, scenario the, question, if someone offered you a million dollars right now, would you take it? 
No, not a million. You know what? Actually, a million dollars right now, probably I'll take it. Yeah, I can start another company like 10 times. <laughs> I'll just do everything. I mean, you know, I'll just do everything. As long as, See, long as I can. I, that's what I always think, too. I'm like, all right, well, maybe it wouldn't be that much. Like, it doesn't sound like that much, but I was like, yeah, I can just start something else. Yeah, I think with a, yeah, with a million, definitely. You know, you, um, you take what you need in, in terms of bills, which is not going to be much, right? Maybe less than 10% of that, maybe 10% of that. Um, and then with the other money, like if I start with a hundred thousand, um, like I start with 500 MMA nutrition, I start with my knowledge of the hundred thousand, I think I can do 10 times better. So, yeah, I mean, I would do it. Um, but I want to get to a point where it's like, you know, the, like the growth is going to be bigger than the money, you know what I'm saying? So it gets to a point where it's like, okay, I need you to like offer me like four times the yearly profit of the company. And then that's like, you know, something good. Yeah, definitely. Well, appreciate you coming on, and uh, obviously we're always be in touch. So, awesome, uh, yeah, hopefully all this ends soon, and then everything starts booming again. Yes, sir. Keep killing uh, it, man. Yeah, I'll see you. Thanks. All right. Thank you for having me. Take it easy.